Welcome back to Volcourt Exposed. I'm Nathan Kirk, and today's topic is going to be about my brother and I finding out we have another sister. Let's get into it. So I just, I just like discovered, or I just kind of like thought that my brother joins a podcast or comes on the podcast, which who knows when will that be. Um, I just realized that since we're identical twins, we're going to sound pretty identical. So it's going to be hard for people to kind of separate one from the other. But obviously not that like, it's going to be a lot easier for the video version of the podcast on my on my YouTube channel. But like, for people who's listening in their car or just listening in general, it's just going to be weird because we sound almost identical. It's going to sound really, really weird. But he's probably not going to be on the podcast for quite a while because he lives in Toronto. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of a weird thought. <laughs> All right, so about, I don't know, four or five months ago, um, I think, well, I think it was my brother that got a notification first, and what happened was he got a notification on, I think, Instagram, and he didn't think anything of it, um, but it was either she was following him on Instagram or she liked a picture of his or something, but I think my brother kind of knew before I did but there was only like maybe a two week um, gap, I mean like between the both of us. And then uh, her name's Ashley, and then um, Ashley uh, messaged me on Instagram and said something along the lines of, um, uh, "Like I don't think you know me, but um, I'm your, I'm your, I'm your sister or your other sister." Um, yeah, it was just kind of strange. Now she she is her half sister because um, her mom's not my brother and I's mom, but we didn't know that, like, we didn't know each other existed. So she didn't know we existed, um, and we didn't know she existed. Um, and she's nineteen now. Um, it was just kind of weird because my brother and I. We never really knew our biological father, um, literally from day one. And the thing is, like, I'm not mad about it. I'm not upset about it. <laughs> like, this, like, it sounds depressing, but it's not. Because I think people need to understand that if, whether the mother or the father uh, walks out of your life at a very, very young age, and you grow up without that person, um, what, why is there a point of being mad or angry? Because if, if, if you turn out to be a very successful person or you grew, you grew up having those morals or the strengths that you have now, what, why is there a reason to be angry? Like, I, I do want to meet him, I just want to like shake his hand <laughs> and just like tell him, hey, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're kids 
And um, I just want to tell them that I'm not angry because I'm sure there was a reason. I'm sure there's a story, and I have to, res- I have to respect all sides of the story. And um, I think people need to look at it on that perspective. But uh, yeah, so um, a couple months went by, then because um, I go to Brampton, Ontario a lot to visit my brother. And then one day we just all decided to hang out. So we got to hang out with our, our sister Ashley and her boyfriend and my brother and I. And then we uh, we, we had a blast. We went to the mall. We went bowling. Um, yeah, we just had a whole day just hanging out. And it's like, it's so weird. Like, because we're related, but we're strangers. So I don't know. There's no, like, it's such a, like, it's, it's such a tangible feeling. Like, I, I can't explain how weird it felt to be talking to a stranger, but you're related. And I, I know that happens all the time. Like, I know there's, like, re- like relatives and and siblings that you may have never met before, but, like, to me personally, it was just really eerie and weird. And she's a very nice person very nice um she's very shy um i think she takes um like i think she definitely takes to my personality a lot we're definitely alike in a lot of ways we're like i don't know it's just it's it's weird um she's not all that outgoing just like me <laughs> um my my brother is I think my brother would be more outgoing than I am. Um, again, my brother and I are identical twins, and we do not share like identical personalities. I just want to get out get that out there now. And I don't know why people think twins would share the same personalities, which is weird. And people keep asking us, "Oh, what is it? What is it like being a twin?" Um, it's no different from being, you know, a, a brother or a sister. Or brother and brother or sister and sister <laughs> it's just there's really no difference I, I would actually I would say like like this sounds weird but I do know my brother's like having a really really horrible day and something happened I, I do know I get a little like moody myself or sluggish and I tend to feel like not on a physical level or anything but I tend to feel very mentally affected by his moods and it's very hard to ignore them or kind of brush them off the side like like literally whatever's happening we have to discuss about it. like we have to have a, have a discussion about it we have to at some point talk about it because deep down inside we can kind of i wouldn't say feel each other's pain but we can kind of relate to each other on a significant level than most people and I think I think that's why we're um I don't know because we we never really fought as kids but even if we did get into an argument like five minutes later we'd be perfectly fine as if nothing happened like we're best friends again but it's just I don't know I do know like when he moved away it's kind of it definitely took a toll on me because we lived like together for 20 years our whole entire lives and it was like the first time we're like truly separated and um 
yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. But not knowing our biological father, we did not let that define who we were. We did not let that, um, we did not let that distract us in our lives. We did not let that get the best of us. And I don't, I can't say I blame him and I can't say I don't blame him because I don't know what went on in the past and I don't know what happened between my mom and him. So it's unfair for me to be angry because I don't know the full story, um, regardless of what my mom told me. And um, for those of you who's going through kind of the same thing, now I'm not talking about um, I'm not talking about your your dad or your mom or whomever leaving you uh, when you're like eight years old, because that's an entirely different ball game. That's an entirely different story. I mean, because then there's a time to build a little bit of frustration and a little bit of anger at that point. But we didn't know our dad from day one, so there's no really reason to be upset with him or confused or or distraught, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of, it's just one of those things where, like, it's in the back of my mind, but I don't really think about it too often. Because our stepfather, unfortunately, in 2015, maybe it was 2016, he passed away, um, he passed away due to MS, and um, we've always known him as our father because he was always there. And we never thought of him any less. We never looked at him as a replacement. He was there, so he was our father. And um, we never once called him by his name. It was always dad. Um, but yeah, and um, I don't know. It's just, I don't, I don't get upset or sad or or frustrated. It's just the one thing I do notice what I what I do a lot is I think of like how different would I be if our father was there? Would I be any different? Would I stay the same? That's the only thing I think about. And it doesn't get me frustrated or anything. Because, again, I don't know what happened in the past, and the past is the past. I turned out pretty good without him. <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm sure there was a, a reason um, as to why he didn't kind of stick around. But, um, yeah, discovering that we had another sister was a little weird. It's kind of... Um, hmm. It's kind of... It was frustrating because, like, she didn't know we existed, and we didn't know that she existed. But, uh, I guess Instagram will do that. <laughs> I guess Instagram finds long-lost relatives and siblings and whatever you want to call it, but I don't know. It's just kind of weird. It's kind of a very, um, depressing, sad topic. <laughs> Sorry to make every everyone uh, kind of sad, but I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate to that. Again, if you're if whomever left or walked out at eight years old, <laughs> that's an entirely different story. <laughs> but um, yeah, if 
I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate. You can comment down below. Hashtag vocal cords exposed, as usual. And um, I don't know. That was a very fast topic. It's only been 12 minutes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I do know I always wanted to... This is totally off topic. I do know I always wanted to, like, Google random stuff. Like, like really weird questions. <laughs> like, my my cousin was bothering me uh, yesterday, and I told him if he doesn't stop, I'm going to make him uh, hear colors and smell words. <laughs> and I don't know. I just I said, like, something, like, totally weird. He was mind-blown. Like, he couldn't fathom what I just said. And, um... <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of something weird to Google. Wait, can you even... Can you even hear colors? I'm gonna Google that. Can you... Hear... <laughs> oh my gosh. A lot of people Googled it. Oh my gosh. Oh, Good Mythical Morning. Love that show. Um, Good Mythical Morning. <laughs> I guess they did a test on that already. What? <laughs> oh my gosh. Can you hear colors? Oh, wow. It says, about 4% of the people on Earth experience a mysterious phenomenon called... Synthesis... Syn... Syn... The Saya, I'm probably saying that wrong. I'm butchering it. I am so sorry. They hear a sound and automatically see a color. Oh, I've heard about this. It's a very rare, very rare. Um, I can't say it's a disease, but I think it's a really weird thing that you're born with. So basically, they hear a sound automatically and see a color, or they read a certain word and. Uh, specific hue enters their minds. I. Uh, the condition has a long puzzled scientist, but a small new study may offer some clues. So pretty much what it's saying is a small percentage of people, uh, it, it doesn't matter what it is, they can either, they can see something and it triggers a sense of smell in their mind, or they... They smell something and it triggers like a a word or like it triggers a object that they constantly see in their head. Um, yeah, it's very weird. <laughs> okay, let's Google another one. Um, what's a really weird thing to Google? Um, can you smell sounds? <laughs> okay, again, comes up with the same um, genetic issue that some people have. Uh, or people have, Cynthia, may see sounds, taste words, or feel uh, sensations on their skin when they smell certain scents. Wow, that's weird. They may also see obstacles and concept like time project projected in the space around them like the image on the right may synthesize oh okay it's a picture what 
Now imagine having that. Is, does that consider me a superpower? Because that's actually really cool. Imagine smelling sound. Like it triggers a certain smell from hearing something. That is so neat. How could people... What? That is so cool. What's another weird thing to Google? I don't know. Uh, hmm. Oh. Uh, oh, well, that doesn't help. <laughs> I just Googled where am I now. It just shows my exact location. That's messed up. Yeah, I, I guess you shouldn't... You should be careful where your location is. Like, because Google knows where your location is. If you, ha if you have that enabled, Google knows where your location is. That's weird. Oh, I guess... Oh, I forgot who told me, but I'm not sure if it's true or not, but I guess Google can have permission to your audio. So, like, your microphones and your phone or whatever it may be that you're using. And have you ever noticed on your phone you get all those ads on Facebook or whatever social media platform that you're on? And you notice that you get all those ads in between a post. And it's usually something that you were either, either thinking about or something that you wanted, something that you may have searched. And obviously that's through a cookies effect. If you don't know what cookies is, it's pretty much when you search something, it pretty much allows other um, external platforms to get information or to get a hold of that data. And it allows Google to like send it to Facebook. So, like, if you like something or if you've seen something on Google, you'll most likely see uh, that same thing on Facebook or Instagram or whatever it may be. A little messed up, a little weird. So, you do have the option to turn off cookies effect. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, Google has access to your microphones if you grant them permission. And I guess whatever you're talking about, um, it kind of shows up like a specific item that you're looking for. Like if you're talking to your friend about like finding a bread maker, <laughs> it'll pop up with bread makers on Google randomly. I don't think that's true though. Um, I, I really don't think it's true, but apparently there has been recent news that Facebook or Facebook Messenger actually collects all your personal data and your text messages. Um, again, I don't know if that's true, but there was a thing all over Facebook about it. I can see it happening. I think it's it's pretty it's prob it's pretty probable that that actually happens because um, Messenger is um, another. It's just an external source of of Facebook. I mean, it's part of Facebook, but I can totally see that happening. Um, man, I think AI is just getting too advanced and I'm actually really scared of where it's going to take us in the future, especially now that I have kids and with cyberbullying and just bullying in general, it's like you don't, you can't monitor your kids 100%. You can't like, especially now that every kid now has like an iPad or like a, a phone you can't monitor them, like, all the time. Like, they could be, like, getting bombarded with horrible comments, or they could be being bullied, and they can, your kids are probably going to try and hide it from you, and 
You just don't know. So parents out there, please try and keep an eye out of what your child may be on or what social media platform that they're using because there's a lot of bullying and cyberbullying that goes unnoticed. And um, just make sure you make your kid feel very open to the fact that they can talk to you um, anytime and whatever's going on in their, I guess, personal life. I mean, you're already part of their personal life, but <laughs> I guess on a, a um, I guess on an internet factor or cyber factor. And guys, I am so sorry about the running, the sound running in the, around in the background. I'm pretty sure it's the fridge in the kitchen. These microphones are very sensitive. <laughs> yeah, because the studio's not done yet. And I, oh, that reminds me. I discovered how to decompress the red studio foam I was talking about in the last episode and the episode before that. But like, so what happened was the only, I, I got a pack of 12, yeah, a bundle of 12 red and black uh, studio foam. And for some reason, I don't know why or how, the red, only the red studio foam wouldn't decompress. Like it wouldn't unflatten itself from packaging, which is very weird because the black did perfectly fine within 12 hours. It was decompressed. But yeah, it's been uh, two weeks, a week and a half, and the red foam just didn't um, decompress. So what I did was, <laughs> I, I'm not an expert about acoustic foam or studio foam, so I, I would only do this. I recommend only doing this with the cheaper stuff. I just soaked the studio foam. I just put in water, kind of squeezed all the water out, and then took a hair dryer to it. And um, that seemed to do the trick. I recommend putting the hair dryer low though because studio foam is very flammable and if it heats up and catches fire, it will burn very fast. So put the put the hair dryer on low. Uh, another thing you do is just take a spray bottle and spray the studio foam with water and then take the hair dryer to it. It's pretty much, it's the steam that kind of allows the studio foam to rise up and kind of take its form that it's supposed to be. But I don't know, it's really frustrating. Why was, why the only red? Because it was in the same bundle. They're kind of squished in the same bundle. So why was it the red only that didn't decompress? It's just really weird. But um, I'm hoping to finish the studio soon. Uh, we are gonna, we're, we're trying to repaint the walls because whoever lived here before chose, they couldn't, they couldn't um, make up their minds whether to choose like a, a beige color or a light, kind of like a soft, like yellow color. And in some walls, it's like a dark, ugly purple. Or in the master bedroom, it's a dark, ugly purple and a lime green. Yeah, that's right. Lime green and purple. Very horrible, horrible colors. Like it, it, it makes you sick almost. So I don't know what they were thinking with those colors. And it's not even one room. It's all over the place. Like the living room, every wall is a different color. It's like a really dark, ugly, depressing looking blue. And then it's like a, a brown. Um, and then like a, a dark green, but like not a lime green, but like a, I, I want to call it a, like a gross 
explosive diarrhea green. <laughs> uh, like, that's what it looks like. But I don't know what they were thinking. Like, there's a whole bunch of paint cans in the storage room. And, um, yeah, you can. it's like the evidence. They tried to hide the evidence. Like a whole bunch of paint cans just stashed away in the storage room. Kind of tucked away behind everything. But I'll probably reuse some of the cans. Like, there's a, a very nice, soft, like, kind of creamy yellow and uh, it's not a bad color actually, so I might reuse that to touch up a few areas, but we're gonna have to get a lot of putty because there's a lot of wall damage, like from being like TVs being mounted and you know thumbtacks and whatnot. So we're gonna have to get the drywall putty, but man, who thought that was a good combination? I really wanna know, like what were they on? It's kind of messed up. Like, I'm surprised they didn't paint the walls camouflage color. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, but... Like, the landlord just thought it was normal. Like, because we asked, like, can we repaint the walls? She's like, um... She's kind of hesitant about, about it. And she was like, okay, yeah, sure. So I'm thinking to myself, if you... If, if she was living in this apartment, would she want the, the walls to be that color? I highly doubt it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, another thing is my brother gave me access to his emails. He must really trust me. Well, because I'm his you know, twin brother. But because <laughs> but, um, he goes to work and his agent, because my brother, he goes to school like he's, he's acting. So his agent, who sets him up with like auditions and whatnot, um, pretty much emails him, and she, she or he, I don't know who it is, emails him during work hours, and he can't check his phone during work hours. So Nick kind of left it to me to kind of manage his um, emails, which is cool and a little haunting at the same time because like I, I get enough emails myself so I'm probably going to get a lot of emails and a lot of notifications in general but um, yeah I think when he whenever he shows up for the podcast um, a great topic is going to be um, how acting is and how hard it actually is and how difficult it is to get into the field and it's not easy at all and um, the different steps that he has to go through to get auditions and, and whatnot. But man. But anyway, again, about the whole, like, if whomever left you as a small child, I'm sure there's a good reason, and I don't think it's fair to be upset because you are strong and you are perfect just the way you are, and you can accomplish anything. And that, whomever left, shouldn't define like who you are today. Again, if they left when you're like seven or eight years old or whatever, that's an entirely different story. I think it's a little bit okay to be upset with something like that. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much the main topic. I don't know. Again, I'm not upset about it. I don't know. I kind of want to Google more stuff. Hmm. 
What am I going to Google? Hmm. Ooh. What is the very essence of life? <laughs> okay. What is the very essence of life? Um, okay. Hmm. What is the essence of life? Okay, what is the essence of life? Nothing living can survive very long without <laughs> water. Is a natural solvent of the body toxins as well as a magnificent cell hydrator water also assists in nourishing our bodies by allowing nutrition to flow properly that wasn't a really good one <laughs> uh, your question is unique um as, many, as general as questions appear asking meaning of purpose of life the essence of life is one's innate characteristics unique unique uh, characteristics and quality and substance of thoughts and actions a person's of the uh offer said <laughs> qualities generally uh repeat personal affairs that's not even a good question man i think you guys need to find some really weird questions to ask google and send them to me um Again, hashtags vocal cords exposed. Oh, and my Instagram is prototype dreamwalker. That's proto underscore type underscore dream underscore walker. There we go. All right, guys, that's pretty much it for today's podcast. Again, you can check out my YouTube channel. It's just Nathan Kirk. Very simple name. <laughs> and yeah, you can uh, leave a comment. Hashtag vocal cords exposed. And hopefully I get the studio done and hopefully I have uh, more people joining um, this podcast. So, yeah. Um, again, be you and only you. You are unique and you are perfect just the way you are. Don't let anything or anyone define who you are or your personality. Because, again, you're perfect. See you guys later.